You're on Georgia Fem Nights with Becky B and right now, one of the biggest artists in the world, her tune Disconnect with Chase and Status, quickly hit club cult status. She's won the 2022 and 2023 Brits Best Dance Act. She's your Rhythm and Vines and Golden Lights headliner, Becky Hill. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm blown away that you're coming on, George. I'm absolutely stoked. How are you going? How's how's everything been going? Are you good? Are you, are you happy? Yeah, really good. I'm really excited to come to New Zealand in January. I've never been before. I know. Um, it feels like a very long time coming. Oh my gosh, um, is it what? So I can't wait to get over there. I feel like uh, I feel like all of the drum and bass DJs have been cleaning up <laughs> and... Uh, on my records as well. Yeah, so absolutely. Actually, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to actually getting getting some some uh, FaceTime with with the New Zealand people myself. Oh my gosh, we are so so ready for you. I don't think you have any idea. We will get to that later though, because I do want to talk to you about the importance of you and of course Afterglow. I know that um, you've seen videos and stuff of just thousands of people sing your lyrics. And it's honestly a New Zealand national anthem, I'm not going to lie. But we will get to that later. I kind of wanted to just start at the beginning. Where where did this passion from electronic music come from? Like, were you a raver growing up? Were your parents ravers? I know, like, a lot of acts grew up with, like, Fatboy Slim and all the rest of it. What, where's your roots from? That's what I'd love to know to kick it all off. Um, it was really my big brother, Adam, who helped shape a whole... Um, a whole music taste in me really um he used to listen to drum and bass um all the time and then he would come back home because he's six years older than me so when he turned 18 he would be going out to the local clubs in birmingham um like custard factory and air and rainbow warehouse which are legendary clubs um and he would tell me all these stories about (laughs) the raves that you went to um and i just i just completely fell in love with this idea of rave culture and and drum and bass and and we went through quite a lot of electronic music styles um together he was massively into his hard styles so like noise Ooh. controllers and tone shifters and, um <laughs> which was which was heavier stuff so he was going to all these incredible raves and and he would come home and tell me about them and i just i just fell in love with the culture there and then and and thought this this is where this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. And when I turned 18, I went to Fabric in London and and um, and, and I just kind of realised that I, I was home. It was like a home away from home. So I knew there and then, I think. Wow, that is absolutely incredible. What, uh, what was your first rave? What was at Fabric that night? It was Players. So it was Players um, Records. It was Taxman, Original Sin. So oh. it was nothing light. It was like full-on jump up <laughs> for about six hours straight. That is so cool. Okay, and I have to ask as well, and I know you've got uh, records probably under both genres, and you don't have to answer because not a lot of people can choose, but house or drum and bass? Is in, Always in that. drum and bass. Always drum and bass. I love that. Okay, so <laughs> this record, Disconnect, your, your last record to release, and uh, shout out to you as well. It came third in the George FM DMB 200 countdown alongside another two Chase and Status tunes, of course, uh, Liquor and Cigarettes and Better Day. And Afterglow actually came fourth, but we'll get to that. But talk me through that record. Like, what's it like working with Chase and Status? And how did a collaboration like that even kind of come about? 
Well, there'd been some emails going back and forth um, about Chase and Status and me working together. Um, and it was actually at a festival that we were at where I bumped into him and I went over and introduced myself. And it was Saul sat with um, Liam Bailey. And they were chatting away and I went over. I was like, hi, my name's Becky. Um, I'm, I'm an like a, I'm a massive fan of, of yours and I was like you know I've wanted to work with you for years I was like but it's only until I've gotten a little bit of successful that you've wanted to work with me and Liam <laughs> just like started rolling around in fits of laughter because he couldn't believe that I'd gone up and spoken to Saul like that and I was like I was laughing and like Saul Saul did a, a very um rare smile as well if I remember rightly <laughs> And he was like, wow, you know, you had to work for it. I was like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. I was like, I can't wait to get into the studio with you. Um, and yeah, we, we got into the studio together and we had a couple of sessions and uh, before we wrote uh, Disconnect. And in fact, Disconnect was written with um, uh, Karen Paul, who helped me write Remember, with David Guetta and um, Emily Mackis, who is an incredible drum and bass uh, yeah. vocalist and songwriter. Um, in fact, so incredible that after that session, I I I put a contract on the table for her and said, wow. do you want to be signed to my publishing company and I want to write all of my songs with you. So, wow. um, so it, 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 it was really nice to be a part of, um, you know, two incredible other female songwriters and also the legends that are Chase the Status. I mean, I've been, they, I've been listening to those guys since I was a young oh, teenager. Same. They've soundtracked <laughs> most of my teenage years. So um, I felt incredibly lucky to be in the room with them and even luckier to have them feature on my record. In that space, and when you're sitting down in the studio, is it you're sitting there kind of like writing lyrics and singing with Emily and all the rest of it, and they're like putting beats down? Or did you kind of have a clear idea for what sort of producing style you wanted it to be? Or how, how does that work in that collaboration style? Well, I think it was quite a long day. We'd gone through like <laughs> three or four other ideas, yeah. actually, until we found Disconnect. But all I knew is that I wanted it to be a heavier record. I'd, I'd done... Obviously, Afterglow is Afterglow. And then I'd also done Here For You with Wilkinson, which was like a much more liquid vibe. And then I did Hold On with Netsky, um, which was kind of like this epic strings drum and bass record, but definitely leaning more into the liquid side of things. Yeah. Um, and I, I knew I just wanted to write something a bit harder. I I love liquid drum and bass and I've been I've been to a spearhead night in London and you know we I've I've gone ravens to it and I and I love it. But yeah. and it, and it probably is my favorite subgenre of drum and bass. Wow. But I I definitely am a sucker for hard <laughs> dance floor drum and bass and I definitely wanted to do something like that and um and Will and Saul got it completely. Um, and I was, it, it was such a struggle that day because I was like, listen, if we don't get anything in the next half an hour, I've got to go home. I've got to call it. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're going, we're going around the houses here. And so uh, Will was like, don't leave until we get something back. He was like, honestly, I feel like it's, I feel like we're really close. And, and we were. And the next song we wrote was Disconnect. And, and I fell in love with it there and then. And I sent it to the label. I was like, we need to release this ASAP. Oh my and gosh. they did. So it, it worked out really well in the end. 
obviously we just talked Disconnect, we've talked some of your biggest records and you've worked with some of the biggest electronic artists in the world, Wilkinson, Medusa, David Guetta, Net Sky, let alone your own records because that's just craziness in itself. Who are your dream acts to collaborate with? I, I think I've got to tick off Calvin Harris at some point. Oh, imagine I would love that! Do a collaboration with Calvin Harris. So yeah, he's definitely next up, I reckon. Yeah, and also I uh, I follow John Summit on Instagram, and I couldn't help but notice you were in an Instagram story of his in his studio. Is that correct? Yeah, we got into <laughs> the studio the other day actually, and um, we in fact I got in with Clementine Douglas, who is another incredible um, vocalist, but one of the one of the best songwriters I've had the pleasure of working with this year, actually. Um, and Neve Applebaum, who's, who is behind pretty much all of Joel Corey records wow. and, um, and, and a lot of other stuff. So it was a really lovely room to be in. I love Neve and I love Clem. So um, for John to be in that session as well and to, to have that dynamic. And I was really proud of the song we wrote. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that that finds its way um, to being released. That's very exciting. That is very, very exciting. And then, of course, you've had Disconnect, possibly other tunes. I know you're collaborating with people all the time, like John Summit. Is there talks of another album coming anytime soon? We have to ask. Absolutely. It's all written. Oh. Um, it's now in the process of being mixed and mastered, which is super exciting. Incredible. This, this part of, of writing albums and creating albums can be quite laborious. It's a bit boring. <laughs> but actually, this time around, it's been um, really lovely to work on stuff and to get things sounding like they um, like they should, really. Wow. So that's coming out in May, I believe. <gasps> I've got the How first, exciting. Um, obviously, Disconnect is going to be on the album, but um, the first single of 2024 will be on um, on the 19th of January. So I'm oh. um, going to shoot the video for the next single next week um, and then, yeah, get everything tied up. We've got all of the, the album artwork shot as well. So I'm very, very excited. We seem to be very scarily creepily organized yeah that's amazing around, so. can i can i ask what genre that record is is it another drum and bass record it's it's a little bit fred again which i'm quite oh, excited about i love um, that but there definitely will be more drum and bass along the way yeah and there'll be more drum and bass on the album so um so yeah i'm ex- i'm excited this album really for me is like super rooted in dance music i felt like my first album um, was still teetering the line of like dance music and pop music, but this one is um, this one is is really deep rooted in dance music, and I can't wait to share it with people who really love dance music as well. Oh my gosh, I really hope we might get a little sneak peek at our Rhythm and Vines and Golden Lights when you're here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait to play those gigs either. I think <gasps> New Year's Eve, especially, is such a huge night anyway. So we need to talk about Rhythm and Vines and, of course, Afterglow because this is going to be an iconic moment and I I know you know how much Afterglow means to Kiwis. And so I just want to say Rhythm and Vines 31st, Golden Lights, the 5th of Jan, Becky Hill is in Aotearoa, New Zealand. But, yeah, like I said, we need to talk about Afterglow. It is no doubt the unofficial New Zealand national anthem. Like I'm, I'm not kidding when I say that. I wish I was, but I am not at all. So I have heard that before. It's crazy. Oh, my, you just wait. Okay, so I, I want you to just 
close your eyes. I'm going to put you in a little scenery, okay? You're going to picture the beautiful New Zealand scenery, picture green grass and there's lots of vines everywhere because, of course, it is in a winery. And, you know, you might hear little slight duffs in the background, so you go exploring. And as you walk through, of course, there's, like, beautiful installations and some rogue tents everywhere and all the rest of it. But at the key of it all, everyone is so happy and so kind and the energy is unlike I've anything I've ever felt before and there's this big beautiful hill right in front of this massive world class stage that's the main stage of Rhythm and Vines that's named the I Love You Bro Hill but there's talks of it right now getting renamed potentially to the Becky Hill (laughs) like this is how much this means to us I well that would be such a welcoming wouldn't it you have no idea that would be the best welcoming I would have ever had in any country ever yeah not that would be lovely exactly not the I love you bro hill the the Becky Hill and everyone sits on it on the 31st and just watches all these incredible world-class acts and you are going to be one of them right so there's 30,000 people in this in this arena and on this hill and I just need to let you know people have been waiting for this moment for literally years, like years and years and years. So I have to ask, I have to have to ask, who's going to be playing Wilkin, uh, who's going to be playing Afterglow? Is it you or Wilkin? it's going to be me. <laughs> Nobody's going to have so, well, so maybe me sing it over there. So, in fact, so, in fact, I might ask him to take it out instead. So, yeah, well, that's just the thing. I was going to say maybe we're going to get Afterglow twice. Is that a, is that a potential, may, like... Most oh. probably, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Wilkinson probably will play it twice. I mean, he he ain't got anything else to end on, has he? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, on that note... When Wilkinson's performing, because we don't know set times yet either, so you know we, we're not sure. Like the public, at least, doesn't know what time everyone's playing yet. Are you going to get out on stage and sing it for Wilkinson? And is he going to come and support you as you're singing it as well? Because that's that's what people want to know. People want to know if you're coming out. <laughs> I think I think that everybody should come down for my set and yes. watch me sing Afterglow um, first. Because I do, I also do a really cool double drop in my, oh. in my, that's all I'm going to say, but I do, I do double drop the record with another huge drum and bass tune as well. So, um, so yeah, I, we, we've spent, we've spent a long time trying to curate the best double drop. Because over the last 10 years, this song's been out since I was like, what, 19, yeah. I'm 29 now. <laughs> so this is 10 years, right? So like, I've heard a lot of double drops of that record in my time. <laughs> And I do think some of them have worked, but some of them haven't. And I do feel like in my set, I have perfected the perfect afterglow double drop. So people have got to make sure they come down and um, and and rave with me. I love this it. Is my first time, it's the first time in the country. You can see Wilkinson any anytime. Anytime. <laughs> exactly. So I just to wrap it up as well. Thirty thousand people singing Afterglow, let alone all your other, let alone Disconnect, let alone Overdrive, like all these incredible records. What does it mean for you to finally come to Aotearoa, New Zealand? It's it's been years. We all we all cannot wait. It's the talk of the town. Like believe me when I say, the minute that got released, everyone absolutely lost it. What does that mean like for you to just be here? I think it's um, obviously COVID pushed back a lot of my touring plans. And I do feel like I'm probably two years behind. um, I'm I'm probably two years behind 
my original touring schedule. And and for me, I've always felt a really close affiliation with um, New Zealand anyway, for, for some reason. And I just feel like they're the kind of people that would love my music and would love the drum and bass and would and and would be really receptive to me as an artist. I think it's 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 been interesting watching all the drum and bass crew go over there and, you know, play play records that I've written and, and been really a part of. And I think it's time that I get myself over there and, and show people that, you know, I've been writing all of these records. Absolutely. Um you know, <laughs> and I've been I've been singing them and, and this is what my show's all about. And it and my set is is like the perfect balance of like a DJ set and a performance. And I like to bring people a real performance and real vocals so i'm really excited to see what people think oh my gosh we are we are so ready for it we are so excited like i said rhythm and vines the 31st and golden lights the 5th of jan becky hill thank you so so much for taking time out of your day i know you are the busiest queen of them all um and thank you so much for being on georgia fm nights i will see you at both of those shows hands down i'll see you for 2024 babe i will see you there oh my gosh we cannot wait much love to you becky